Hello and welcome back to Why We Write Fantasy. I'm Oscar Sassene. And I'm KJ Aiello. And today we'll be talking about yes. writing inspiration. Yes, I feel like with fantasy writing, the inspiration is just in abundance, but sometimes we really struggle. But first, Oscar, tell me, what are you reading? I'm rereading uh, Foundation by Isaac Asimov. Um, the season two in Apple TV is out, uh, <laughs> and uh, I just watched the first one, and I thought, like, you know, I think I need to reread this. I read this when I was in, like, uh, middle grade, I think, or no, mm -hmm. high school, like high school. Middle grade's too young. I read this in high school, so I just wanted to take a look. Um, I got the book, and I'm reading that right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So do you do, like, when a show comes out that's based on a book, particularly in fantasy, do you tend to do a read-along? No. Um, I... Not it's not often that I reread things uh, unless I really like them, right? Um, and uh, in this case, it was just because there was a lot of things that I didn't remember, and I just want to make sure that they are part of the book and story, right? Um, because I, I just rewatched the I just watched the first season, so it's like, is this how the book was? Yes or no? So I just it's kind of like out mm -hmm. of curiosity. Um, I usually don't don't reread things um, unless I really, really, really like them. Or is there yeah. anything in particular that I want to talk about? Right, right. Yeah. I love doing a read along, like like just say like The Witcher or something like that. Although I've never read The Witcher, um, which I should. But doing a read along with either you know the movie or the show is really interesting from a writer's perspective because you there are almost always there are pretty significant differences but it's yeah. like how do you write for a different platform for a different, it's a different medium yeah, it's a different medium i think yeah. it's fascinating yeah. you know and what did they miss out on what could they have done better that sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. in the yeah in this particular case was just out of curiosity but i know what you mean yeah. like it's yeah uh like some i hate when people say like oh the book is better it's like no the book is different like, yeah you might I not mean, like the take <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, but you might yeah. not like the take of the director or the screenwriters on a show or a yeah. movie, but it might be still good. It's just it's just mm -hmm. a different it's a different story. You need to tell it differently. Absolutely. Because, yeah. The yeah. audience is different and all yeah. that. In the case of The Witcher, I think you're gonna be very disappointed oh, no. because yes. the show is completely <laughs> different than the books. So um it, yes, it's season three. Yeah. Oh boy. I didn't, I didn't even finish season two, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean I didn't mind season two, but season three was just I anyways, okay. no anyway, bad what reviews are you reading? here. Yes, what I'm reading. Speaking of good reviews though, and reading things twice, I just finished for the second time Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. This is the novel that is taking book talk and book and, and bookstagram by storm. So I read it for a second time. I will probably at some point read it again. This is going to be one of those novels that's going to be, I go back to once a year, definitely. So oh, that's what okay. I just finished reading. Okay. <laughs> Glowing okay. review. Everybody go scramble and get a copy. And there's going to be five books in the series. And I just like, I'm losing it. I'm dragons. Okay. I'm losing it. I wouldn't that's say everybody I'm go and get it. If you like that type of fantasy, go and get it. If you're like no. me, don't don't get it. <laughs> no, go and get it. No. Why? I'm so curious why if you're like you, what is it about this type of fantasy and the tropes that you just don't gravitate towards? Uh, I, you know what? It would be good to do an episode about that. We should we do that. Should. We should do that we later. We should. Okay, yeah. make a note. Let's do an Let's episode about that, that later. Yeah, tropes okay. that Oscar hates. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel yeah. like we'll get a lot of views. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, okay, so let's go into our topic today. So we're talking about inspiration, like yeah, uh, how as a writer, how do you get inspired? Like, what are the things that you do? There's so many things online. You can Google writer inspiration. You're gonna get ideas. You can you can get so many things out there. But in yeah. the end, inspiration comes different to each one of us. So today we're particularly talking about for kj and for oscar what does mm -hmm. inspiration mean like what how do we get mm -hmm. inspiration like we can get like writer's block how do we get out of it all those things so yeah why don't we begin um kj why don't you start like when you you're about to write let's say that it's mm -hmm. one day that you want to write and uh and you want to get inspired like what how do you prepare for that do you prepare or it's more like a natural thing like what's the what's your process I kind of want to touch on the brand new project. Yeah, right let's now. do that's a brand new, like you're just yeah. beginning. Yeah. So I'm just getting started. So the first thing I do, and I like I will always remember our conversation, Oscar. The first thing that I have to do when I'm starting a new project is create a Spotify playlist. It is all about music for me. And I go in so far as, you know, I'm curating the whole playlist. I'm listening to new new tunes and it can be instrumental. It can be a lot of the times it's movie and TV soundtracks. Sometimes it's, there's lyrics, but I even curate a new, an image and it's got a title, you know, all my playlist is like, it is so important to me. My Spotify playlist, if I ever lost them, I would be devastated. When you do that, like for example, you, you're taking a walk, you're listening to that yes, and you get inspired by the music. Absolutely. Like during the pandemic, a lot of that has changed. I walk a lot less now and I find it's really impacting the, my ability to be creative because I'm constantly in like sort of, you know, the monotonous, same routine every day. So I would like to get back to 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 walking. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the music is music is number one for me um, when I'm starting a new project. I also, at the same time, I start putting together a private Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. So I get my visualizations. I start looking through different images of what my characters would look like. Um, so then I can get inspiration. It actually helps me to, to keep it consistent throughout the novel. Because sometimes like in your head, things change, right? It takes yeah. you, what, like six months to a year to get a first draft out for, you know, quick writers. Um you can forget what your character's eye color is or, you know, are they, what's their height or whatever the case may be. But being able to have that visual, you know, I guess sort of like tree stump, that that post, you know, the flag in the ground to be able to, you know, work around, it keeps the consistency. And that's not something that you need to go back and change. Yeah. How okay. about you? Tell me about you, Oscar. Um, I mean, music, I listen to music all the time, like when I'm working, when mm -hmm. I'm walking, like all those things. Um, but I never, I don't, it does, it does nothing to me. Um, because what happens with me is that when I'm writing, um, I'm usually so focused that whatever music gets in the background, I, it completely, I don't hear it. I mean, I'm, I yeah. know there's something there, but I'm so focused writing that it doesn't, so it, for me, it doesn't really make a difference like when i want yeah. to listen to music i listen to music and that's the only thing i do uh like if i'm taking a walk and all that but mm -hmm. that's uh that's a thing like in, i think in my case for inspiration uh, more than the process but more like what inspires me is um so i i walk i take i take uh, at least yeah. Um, yeah i walk at least uh, ten thousand steps a day 
even when I'm working from home, I take a break or after work, I just take a walk and, and go mm. outside. I live really close to the lake. So I go to the lake and walk around. So it's very peaceful. And mm -hmm. I just start thinking on the things that are happening in, in my story and what, what it, what, how it can change. Um, the other way that I get, uh, I mean, I, I do the same thing. I don't do like a Pinterest thing, uh, but I I started using um, AI, like generative AI, to mm -hmm. create my characters because I'm not that skilled when I'm when I'm drawing. Like I, I can do like a sketch or something like that, but I cannot really do a, a, a professional drawing. So, so I created with AI. I start creating what what I want, and once I get like something that is similar to the character that I have in mind, I print it. And I put it in my wall. So yeah. when I'm when I'm writing, I just look at the characters. Like, oh, this is the character I'm working on. Uh, I look at the setting. Like, depending mm -hmm. if it's again fantasy, sci-fi, what I'm doing, I create something like that and I print it and put it in my wall. So my wall is is like in front of, of my like behind my my monitor. It's it has a lot of images that I created that tell me what my characters look like, what the setting looks like. Like even if I'm doing like a scene in, a, let's say, a kitchen, which sounds mm -hmm. pretty boring, but I just thought about a kitchen. But if I'm creating a scene in the kitchen, I, I create the kitchen in my head. Um, when it's something like that, when it's not people, I usually do it manually. I just draw a kitchen and I know how it looks. So if I'm writing things like, okay, so my character turns to the right and grabs a coffee, I need to make sure that in my image, mm -hmm. the, the coffee machine is on the right. So yeah. those little things help me more than, like, especially those things, it's not more like, it's not a lot of inspiration. It's more like reminding me who the character is. Right. And I think for me, like, inspiration comes in different ways. Like, walking is one. Like, it mm -hmm. allows my my mind to just wonder and start thinking about things. Uh, another thing that I do for inspirations, I read the news all the time and I get inspired by the things that are happening in the world. Right. Because in the end, the things that I write, either fantasy, sci-fi, whatever I'm writing, they're tied to the things that are happening today or, or yeah. those things. I like um, social commentary, like political commentary, even if it's 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 uh, in, in fantasy and sci-fi. So, a lot of the things that are happening, I like to introduce a few things there because yeah. the way I see fantasy and stuff, it's like a really easy way to yeah. get some complex ideas across. So I do that. Um, I guess the other thing that I do um, for inspiration is like when I'm walking, like sometimes I just go and grab a coffee by myself without, and it's funny because I don't use, I don't grab my phone. I just sit there. With, without headphones, without phone, without anything, just drinking a coffee, like a, I don't know. Watching people? Yeah, and I was just, I, just, I tried to listen <laughs> to conversations. Um, maybe if I'm not listening, I'm like, oh, this person, I don't, I don't care about their lives. It's more like I want to see how people interact with each other. Right, yeah. And yep. uh, that's one of the things that I, and it's funny because with my writing group, uh, everybody says that my dialogue is, really good like the, the banter that i do with my characters is really good and i think that's a lot a lot that comes from listening to how people yeah talk to each other yeah because if you think about it like even even in a in a show like ours right now like you and i yeah. have a have a certain way to to engage in a conversation but if i'm talking to somebody else maybe i may have a different one so i like to learn those things and i just mm -hmm. start getting ideas i always carry a small notebook with me uh, and a pen 
And mm-hmm. if I get an idea, I just write it down, like handwriting, like an mm-hmm. animal. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just find it. I just find find that way more inspiring. That because if yeah. I open my phone and I write something in my notes, I'm getting a notification. I'm going to get work emails. I'm going to get yeah. messages from my friends. And right now, I'm focusing on something else. So that's yeah. kind of like my my way to to get inspired on on a bunch of things. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. As you were saying that, I was thinking um, we should do a whole episode. So I have a background in neuroscience and psychology, and there is actually neuroscientific. It's not proved because nothing in science is actually ever 100% proved, but very compelling theories that suggest that walking and exactly what you were doing, just listening to other people's conversations, it actually works on a uh, neurophysiological level to be able to generate ideas and to to tap into that creativity. So, I mean, you know, Stephen King wrote about it. He didn't talk about the neuroscience nerd part that I'm doing right now, but in his book on writing, which I highly recommend. It's um, a good book, yeah. It is a really good book, but he always recommends the the walking. And if you are stuck, just listening to other, be a creeper eavesdropper, just listen to other people's conversations. And it really, really helps. And I can attest that Oscar's dialogue is tight. It's realistic. It makes sense. Um, and so obviously there's something that you're doing right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Talking about dialogue quickly is uh, one of the things that I find really cool. Like if uh, I like, I wouldn't say sitcoms, but like shows that are more lighthearted. Like if you think about like The Office, Parks and Recreation. Um, yeah. Like was all that, like nine Brooklyn nine. Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's amazing. <laughs> it's lighthearted. It's funny. Yeah. And the the way that they structure dialogue is so good. It's back and forth. It's engaging. Yep. So well, that's another thing that I do. Like uh, I know people, the things that if you listen to what people are talking in a regular conversation – they change topics, like not they, like we, we as humans, mm-hmm. we change topics all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's so quickly that it doesn't make any sense. If you write like that, you're going to lose the reader. 100%, you need to yeah. write in a different way. So mm-hmm. watching this type of shows where the banter is is back and forth and it's funny, it's engaging, that gets a better idea on how to write things and sometimes yeah. for me like i i'm a very sarcastic person so sometimes just what? listening to <laughs> surprise <laughs> um, this is a shocker <laughs> sometimes listening to a joke in mm-hmm. in 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 one of those shows makes me think of a story i love it uh, yeah so tiny tiny moments of inspiration it's, it's one of those things like, yeah just to give you an idea like yesterday i was talking to to a friend at work and we were chatting about um, like activities during the summer and all that. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned something about camping. And it's like, I hate camping because oh God, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I have like zero skills and we're chatting. And I just said, I don't know how, like, you know what? Like my, I have like zero outdoor skills. And if, if an, if a zombie apocalypse happened, I'm pretty sure my, my, my role, my role would be becoming a zombie because I yeah, have like, gracefully transition. I, I can't have any, yeah, I would gracefully, yeah. gracefully transition into a zombie, but because I, I cannot see myself like grabbing a gun and a knife and yeah. survive without water. And it's like, you know what? Just make, just. I feel eat, like you're a nihilist brain. too though. So this would be like 100% on brand for Oscar. Yeah. But <laughs> what, what, I, what I wanted to say is yeah. that. I made that joke and yeah. she laughed and it was funny. And I liked it so much that I put it in my, in my social media. 
And then I thought, like, what if I write, like, a short story from the zombie perspective? And I started uh, writing that. Yeah, I started really? writing that, and it's funny, it's <laughs> stupid, it's just hilarious from my point of view. It's like, now I'm yeah, a zombie, yeah, yeah. like, a, kind of like a mindless-ish zombie uh, yeah. that I'm wandering around. So yeah. it, it's, it's a different take on something. And, and mm-hmm. my inspiration for that came out of a joke from a conversation that I was yeah. having with another person. Yeah. So that's another thing that I do. Like I talk to a lot of people. I like to talk to people with completely different points of view of me, like political, um, mm-hmm. social, everything. And instead of saying like, you know what, you don't agree with me. I Let's not chat about it. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I totally disagree with what you're saying. Tell me more. Because I yeah. want to understand your point of view. Because when I'm writing, I might want to write a person like you. I might want to write someone that is a, a different... Uh, it has like a different mindset than my character yeah. and it's just going to make it make the, the big Cynthia like dialogue and those things. You need to have conflict there. Oh, like, absolutely. There's gotta be a reason that these people are bantering back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just not talk about like tea time. We don't need that. No, Leave ima- that to the literature the- and latte or sorry, the, <laughs> the, what is it? Um, but what's like orcs and lattes? Ah, what is that? That novel the one that I was reading. <laughs> Yeah. Legends and Lattes. Yeah. Legends and I'm Literature and Latte. That's the, the developers of Scrivener. So we're kind of like yeah. parallel there. But <laughs> yeah, you need yeah. to have some sort of a stakes there. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, imagine you're reading a dialogue between two characters and they agree with each other. It's like, we should do this. Like, yes. Okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's boring. Yeah. Like, so you need to have those things. Yeah, yeah. So for me, a lot of the inspiration comes with... Um, Again, listening to people, listening to what people mm-hmm. say, um, listening to new new shows, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they're funny. Um, I mean, yeah. I do like a lot of like more serious shows, and and I I go deeper into those. But sometimes when you just want to write like good dialogue, funny, and mm-hmm. something, you just you can go there. And depends again, like what you were saying, KJ, it makes a lot of sense because whatever you're writing, you might have a different approach to each one of those. Yeah, so. we are one hundred percent completely 180 different you and I and to be like so everybody you need to know that I have been on the receiving end of Oscars so I don't know if I agree with you on that tell me more and then he's constantly coming back with how like these pretty logical arguments about how he doesn't agree with you and honestly it can be really frustrating sometimes but I can totally (laughs) see that you are going to write me as one of your characters and I don't know how I feel about that right now (laughs) I'm now realizing this is going to be my fate I'm going to end up in an Oscar Sasenia novel and I'm oh god no but it's I think it's really good to have different points of view because oh yeah if not it just gets boring it's like an echo chamber and you don't want to be that so it challenges you and constantly yeah. as writers, we are we are always challenged and we always need to be challenged, right? Because I mean, first of all, writing is a very challenging endeavor. But I think it's interesting that you are you're very much a dialogue. Your dialogue is really on point, but you do actually deliver a lot of the subtext through what is not said yeah. in your dialogue. You are really, really good at that. For me, I am very light on dialogue and I'm more like there's a lot of interiority for me because basically I sit by myself and, you know, talk to myself pretty much all day, every day. I am a professional <laughs> writer. I sit down here in my nerd cave and this is what I do. You don't leave your myself. home in a week. I never leave my home. It's like I am like the quintessential weirdo writer who nobody ever sees, but they've heard whispers of. Um, I'm like you would be totally these- comfortable with a cabin in the woods. 
besides, oh, yeah. besides the woods part like the besides, cabin no i want the woods but i want like full indoor plumbing i want like luxury this high is speed internet all those things. 100% high speed internet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah this would totally be me i'm like lemony snicket people aren't gonna really believe that i exist <laughs> but i'm okay with that um so like I'm so different from you. I do enjoy the walks, but I love being in my own space, in my own head. And one of the other things that really helps me with inspiration is actually art. I'm an artist mm. as well, like yeah. a hobby artist, but really sort of focusing on a new piece that I'm working on. Like right now I'm working on a dragon, but I do the same thing as I put on my noise canceling headphones. I listen to one of the soundtracks of one of the novels that I'm working on. And I'm thinking of this dragon, but I'm also thinking of my stories and you know the interiority and the feelings and I just want this emotional roller coaster for my readers because I want to feel that emotional roller coaster mm. when I'm mm -hmm. also writing it. I want this epic like goose goosebump spine tingling moments and when yeah. I'm feeling that I get that a lot when I'm in that moment of creativity and that translates to my writing. So I'm always you know, it's, I always have a, a piece of artwork that's ongoing. I really like what you said about art. Um, I'm not, mm. I mean, I like drawing, but my drawing is pretty, eh, uh, I would say pretty sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, the, in the way that it's a sketch and the way that it's but sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, one of the things I like, like uh, it's uh, going to art exhibitions. And I actually oh, yeah. purchased a membership of the AGO like a few years ago. Yeah. Because I like to go there and it's quiet. There's art mm -hmm. around you. And and it gives me a place to focus on things that are outside mm -hmm. my four walls. And yeah. it's uh, because usually I leave my life between my office, my, my home. And uh, I mean, we can go out for dinner or those things and mm -hmm. like, take walks around the lake. But sometimes it gets very like a routine. So yeah. like I go to the lake every day and walk and, yeah. but it's the same lake. So it might, at some point I need something different. So, yeah. so I got this, I, the AGO is like maybe 20 minutes away from me. So I go there, mm -hmm. I go, I was going to say for free, but I go for free because I had the membership, but mm -hmm. I go there and it, it gives me like a, it's a different perspective. And it's kind mm -hmm. of like st stepping outside of my usual world to yeah. get inspiration from from the outside. From other artists and creators. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. I, I, sorry. I used to do something similar. And I think like now it's starting to all come back to me pre-COVID. What I actually used to do is I had for two years a membership to the Royal Ontario Museum here in Toronto, the ROM. Yeah. yeah I and have I used that as to well. go. Yeah. Yeah, I used to go on my own and I'd love to go to the ancient the Egyptian section. I'd love to go to the, the Grecian section, the Mesopotamian. And it's just like it was just so phenomenal just being you felt like you were walking into like the belly of a magical, you know, palace or castle. And yeah. it's like the lighting and everything. It was just I should do that again. Thank you for you should <laughs> do that yeah. up, yeah. Oscar, because we are now post COVID. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to take what you said as a segue to to the other thing that inspires me. It's traveling. Like you mentioned, like going to the Egyptian part and all the thing in museums. Every time that I travel, I try to go at least once or twice a year somewhere mm -hmm. new. Mm -hmm. Like another place that I've never been at. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I find there is it's a different culture, a different language. And it just gives us this extra inspiration and and even if it's not 
something that is related to what I'm writing. Uh, it gives you a different different point of view, and I really like that. So I would say traveling. I mean, it's costly. It's uh, it's not something you can do all year, uh, but it's something that I like to do. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I would even layer on to, and I love traveling. I always get so much inspiration when I travel, is also like the sensory experience of travel. I always yeah. feel like every different country I land in has a different smell. Yes. Right? They all smell different. And that's not something that you're going to get, you know, Googling or something. No. But also, you know, for a lot of, particularly writers, let's be real, we don't make a ton of money. Traveling can be like financially, it can be a bit of a, there's a barrier there. What I used to do a lot, and I, I still do it sometimes, is Google Street View and mm-hmm. Google Earth Pro were such an inspiration for me. It got to the point sometimes where I would just be hours just wandering around in Google Street View or Google mm-hmm. Earth Pro. And I would get so much inspiration there. And just like my sense of wonder would just be so heightened. And then I'd be able to jump back into you know, whatever project I was working on, because I'm feeling this, like this buzz, I prefer urban fantasy. So it it makes sense for me to see these places from my own, you know, desk, my butt in my chair here, even though, you know, I'd like to actually travel there, but I can't always Traveling is better, but that's like like a cheap, good alternative. Yeah. So this is like, consider this your alternative, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Google Earth Pro is amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. So I think yeah. one of the things that we we both agree in what we're just talking today is that a lot of inspiration comes from hobbies, from our hobbies, or mm-hmm. doing something that we usually don't do. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a game master. I play Pathfinder now. I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, um, and one of the things I love about my adventures when I'm preparing them is that I have I have a flow in my head. Mm-hmm. I usually write adventures maybe one or two weeks in advance because you never know what the characters are going to do. Yeah. Like if I write yeah. a campaign that it's going to be, it's going to take us from point A to point B in 16 levels. Mm-hmm. Maybe in level four, my players decide to do something else. And then, which the we other, usually, which, exactly, <laughs> because you, I don't know how people are going to react to the things yeah. that I'm doing. So, it's really fun to see those things mm-hmm. because I get inspired by how people react to the situations that I'm in. And I think like, okay, so if I'm writing this character, maybe this character is going to react differently. So I get mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration from that. I mean, in the end, I think my inspiration comes from interacting with people, how mm-hmm. how humans react to each other and, mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that, I don't know, like I, I know what people are thinking because in the end, yeah. the character that I'm writing, it's a person. And yep. they cannot all think the same. So yeah. most of my inspirations come from there. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we're writing, what setting we have, what the conflict, the in, the interior and the exterior conflicts. We are always writing people. But yeah. how we approach it is completely different. Totally um, different. You know what I think would be cool is that if we, you know, traded some of these techniques and I tried out, you you sit in a coffee shop and just listen to people without my noise canceling headphones, because let's be real, I live for these noise canceling headphones. But if I did what you're doing and I tested it out and then I got to writing to see how that worked for me. And mm-hmm. if you did something that I do, like go on Google Earth Pro for like it pairs well with a nice Chianti on a Saturday night. I'm not going to lie. It's a great self date night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, give that a try. Something like that. Like, just try out some other writers' um, I- inspirations and experiences and just see, you know, something might percolate to the surface. 
yeah. for you. And you might actually end up with that breakthrough. And to be honest, this is why how to writing books or, you know, Stephen King's on writing, this is why they sell because we yeah. always are, are looking for new ways to to do the same thing we've been doing over and over and over again. <laughs> and what it's funny is that each person gets inspiration differently. I mean, another yeah. one that, that I do, and I know you do it as well, is video games. Oh, like, yeah. Video games can provide oh. a ton of inspiration. Yes. Just, just to give you an idea, I was writing um, kind of like a sci-fi novel uh, yeah. three years ago. And uh, I was like looking into like completely dystopian Earth, like there had been mm-hmm. like a um, like an, an like a nuclear winter and everything was destroyed. And then Cyberpunk came out, the video game Cyberpunk twenty mm-hmm. uh, twenty seven mm-hmm. came out, and I was playing through it, and it's mm-hmm. like this world is fascinating. I'm going to change my world to something like this, and and. It's not exactly cyberpunk, but I took a lot of inspiration from the game and put it in my writing. And I created a completely new world that it's kind of like half destroyed, half cyberpunk. So a lot of things can come from from video games and those things. And I know you do it as well. I do. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'd like just everybody notice uh, Oscar rolling his eyes because I've been obsessed with this game for two years. It's the only game that she has played in her life. It's not true. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it's the world there that has given me so much inspiration. And based in that world that I've been wandering around, it's like my own version of Google Earth Pro, Google Street View, but it's like ancient magical Greece. Yeah. I have like four new plot bunnies like novel ideas like i mentioned this before but for example warcraft i used to play world of warcraft mm-hmm. hardcore for a while with my friends um wow. and i think one of the things i loved about the world is the like the the lore that exists there there's yes like, yeah like uh the all the origins of the world like all the mm-hmm. mythical creatures that exist there and all that and i love that and i love i love when a world is built like that and video games because they need to be cohesive and everything. They're really yes. well done. Because, yeah. and, and you become the character there. So it gives a lot of inspiration. Yeah, 100%. If you don't play video games, give it a try. I recommend Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but Oscar is probably going to be like, don't, 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 don't listen to her. No, it's a good game. I had to say, I, I, really, I really enjoyed it when I played it yeah. once. Uh, <laughs> 17 times. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's wrap up our yes. episode using the thing that I think every single writer gets inspiration mm. from, which is books. So yeah. we haven't talked about books because we wanted to keep it at the end. So let's mm. start with you, KJ. Like, what what happens when you're reading something and you get inspired? Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's a it's a flood of emotions, to be honest, because to be right now I'm feeling a lot of career envy, meaning that I feel like I'm I'm seeing all these amazing novels of debut authors and they're the novels are so good, the writing is so good, and they've hit New York Times bestsellers, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I have to do that. But I inhale these novels and I learn from the writing, and then I say, okay how are they doing this? Because I am feeling feels right now and I want that for when I'm writing. So that's, yeah, that's my inspiration. One of them anyways. How about you, Oscar? I know you have some different ones. Yeah, I mean, books for me are like, I'm always reading. I'm always reading something. And um, and it's it's something I just get inspired. And the things that I like to read, many things. Like I know here Mm -hmm. we talk about fantasy and usually the books that I show that I'm reading are fantasy related. 
mm-hmm. uh, but I read a lot of different things. I read a lot of nonfiction as well, uh, especially, mm-hmm. especially like uh, historical books, mm-hmm. um, analysis on on like economy. I like economy, um, yeah, social structures. issues, those things. Yeah. So I do get a lot of inspiration from all those things that I'm reading. Um, mm-hmm. As I said, like I read the news. For me, it's very very important to mm-hmm. to read them because I know what's happening in the world. Um, sometimes can be depressing, exhausting, whatever it is, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be happy with myself if I lived in my little bubble without knowing what's happening outside. If you lived in know, my bubble. <laughs> exactly. Like example, for, it works for you, which is great. But yeah. for me, it would be like, I cannot write something that is going to resonate with the people in the world yeah. if I don't know what's happening in the world. Yeah. So I try to be aware of what's going on. And there's so much nonfiction that deals with that like uh, yeah. recently i read a book called cast by isabel yeah. that talks yeah. about the caste system in the u.s and compares it with nazi germany and with the indian caste system mm-hmm. and when i was reading it i was like well this doesn't sound that far from how we do things in mexico so for me it was really yeah. interesting to understand the system the caste system mm-hmm. which is something very real and very very contemporary for me Mm-hmm. So, so I can build something out out of that. So, in the end, for me, reading is uh, it's just it's just I just love information. I would say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're an information. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I I need. I'm very very analytical. I mentioned before that I'm mm-hmm. a software engineer by. Uh, that was my 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 um, degree in university, and mm-hmm. I work in tech. So for mm-hmm. me, and analyzing data, analyzing all the things that are happening, it allows me to create a better output. I sound like yeah. a machine, but but that's kind he of He is a machine. Is. He's very yeah. much a machine. <laughs> but, you know, that reminds me of one of the earlier episodes that we recorded, actually, um, on how we can actually use fantasy to retell stories. Yeah. And this is what you're doing as well. Like a, a lot of, you know, the the concepts, the higher concepts that you're working on, take something like, you know, Isabel Wilkerson's cast, and it sort of says, okay, but how can how can we use this? But also how can we retell it in a like mm-hmm. a cyberpunk world? How can we make it better? What are the yep. other issues underneath? So, you know, that's I I do the same thing too with some nonfiction. But to be honest, I have to really look after my mental health. I do not read the news. I cannot, you know, um, yeah, look, look after <laughs> and, it. I'm and all what, about my what, Whatever works for, for me, it does, It might yeah. not work for you, of course. Yeah. And it might not yeah, work yeah. For, every, for everybody else. And as you said, KJ, like uh, on writing by Stephen King, that's somewhere here in, mm-hmm. my, in my bookshelf. <laughs> it's in your trove. Yeah, it's over there. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I agree with him. There's some things mm-hmm. that I don't. But it's good mm-hmm. to hear those things because... Every person has a different personality and every person has yeah. a different way to get inspired, to complete their books, everything. So, yeah. and I really love that we, that we were able to tell how we get inspired, yeah. all the little things that are part of you, because our, our audience, I'm pretty sure some will be like, oh yeah, that totally resonates with me. Yeah. And, then, and then the next thing we say is like, no, that's not me. Yeah. Or because what do you each think person in the end is different. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. But I think this was a this was a really good conversation, and yes. uh, and if you like what we're doing, just make sure to like and subscribe uh, yes. on YouTube if you're watching us, or if you prefer the audio version, go to your favorite podcast app and yep. and listen to us there. Subscribe so you could get a notification every time that a new episode comes out. 
Yep, and check us out on Instagram at Why We Write Fantasy. You can also use the hashtag of Why We Write Fantasy or WWWF. We will be checking them out. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it and happy writing. 